It's another episode of We Did That Shit Podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, how we got through some shit, and what we learned from shit. I'm Maya. And I'm Babi. Podcast family, we appreciate your support. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast platform. Tell us what you think. We're on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Hey, hey. Maya. <laughs> hey. We can never just start the podcast out with just. I know. Not the laugh. That's because you make me put clothes on and everything. You just don't let me just be free and just, you know, let's go ahead and just record the podcast and be free. Be free on your own time. <laughs> Be free on your own time. I love you. You're my cousin. Fave and all that. But I don't need to see all that. So what's up? How was your week? My week was pretty good. I'm beat down this week. The workouts mm. got me beat down. I mean, she she took the workups up, you know, another notch, like turned them up. And I'm feeling the effects of it. But everything else is good. Um... Yeah, you know, I've been getting back into my reading. I had fell oh, okay. off for a minute, so I'm back into that. The book that. club is back in effect? The book club is always in effect, even though I didn't read the last book. But the new okay. book is Trevor Noah's autobiography. I am going to read that. But I'm reading a couple okay. other things right now. Um, one of my hood um, books, of course. Um, rereading James Baldwin, The Fire Next Time. And okay. then I got to read Trevor Noah. Oh so, wow! Mm-hmm. Oh, so Trevor, when's the meeting? I don't know. When's the book club? Oh, okay. We I, we didn't Y'all... set a date. We just we winging it. Mm. It don't matter because when y'all book club meet, y'all be meeting till like three, four in the morning. Well, that's because we y'all... catch up. We talk about. We really talk intensively about the book, but then after the book, then we catch up because we don't see each other all the time. So that takes time. Then you drinking. You you. Eating, you're laughing, you know, you know how it is. Um, mm. how was your week? Woo, girl. My week has been, you know, you know, for everybody who knows me, they know my claim to fame is I'm God's favorite. Mm. I am God's favorite. And I tell everybody, they be going through stuff. I'm like, girl, don't worry about it. Give it to God. Mm-hmm. Girl, don't worry about it. Give it to God. Dude, look, man, don't worry about it. Give it to God. And, you know, people really think that nothing happens to me mm-hmm. because, you know, they look at me and they're like, oh, my gosh, everything is so great. And when I tell you that all hell is breaking loose mm-hmm. and I just and I'm just got to be real. Being God's favorite is not all peaches and cream. Mm-mm. OK, sometimes so that I can relate to people. He makes me go through regular people stuff. (laughs) Right, right. So when regular people stuff happens to me, I'm like, oh, man. But okay, you know, I'll I'll get through that. I'll do that. 
But I mean, I have like six things going on at, at the one same time. Mm-hmm. time. And like my refrigerator broke, the freezer what? broke. So when the freezer broke, um, like the ice machine, it's not freezing. So the ice machine just had all this water all over, you but know, the kitchen But it didn't mess floor. up anything, right? Because it's not like it's not, a lot in there. No shade. N- no, but the water. Oh, right. The water. Yeah. Uh. So it was all over the floor. So Jiggy comes upstairs and says, Mom, where's the mop? And I'm like, yeah, he must have spilled something or something. And I told him where the mop was. He was like, it's not enough. So I was like, what is going on? So I went downstairs, and there's like two inches of water really? all over my whole kitchen. And oh, you know what no. I did? I said, Jiggy, get these towels, lay them down on the floor. I'll get it in the morning. And I just looked up to God. I said, okay, I'll play along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you got me. All okay, right. All right. I'll play along. All right. All right. So, you know, my dad's in the hospital, and I'm, you know, concerned about him, checking mm-hmm. on him every day. Mm-hmm. I just got a lot of stuff going on, but I'm still in good spirit. I'm still God's favorite. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to work out. And, and guess what I learned today? What, girl? I didn't even know that you're going to be my roomie. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, am I? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I did get the notice first. First of all, my mother made the decision for us. And, um, (laughs) yes, we're going to be roommates on our next family vacation. Looking forward to it. Look at that. That's going to be a time. Because Kathy called me today, and I was like, huh? Okay. Yeah, just go with it. You know, when the the elders (laughs) say something, you just be like, all right, yeah, okay. Exactly. So, you know, things are looking up already. Well, good. So, so who did some shit this week? This week, um, our podcast family did some shit this week. Oh. And shout out to them. They, they certainly did. They did. And we really received overwhelming responses to our HIV 101 episode. Yes. Uh, which really... I don't know. I think I see a pattern here. When we did the autism awareness episode, mm-hmm. we got a lot of feedback. Now we did the HIV 101. We got a lot of feedback. Mm-hmm. So I really would like to address some of the questions, statements, and concerns that people reached out to us. Okay. About the HIV 101. Okay. If that's okay. That's that's fine. Because there are some really important things. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was some of them? So, well, what the the first thing that I think is very very important, um, because what the person said was, and we're going to talk about stigma, mm-hmm. um, but you know what the person said, you know they were kind of implying that some people, you know, if they get AIDS, they deserved it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you know, oh, they shouldn't have been doing that. You know, they mm-hmm. deserved it. And I really want to speak to that. And we're going to talk about stigma, too. But I really want to speak to that. Yeah. Um, Let's speak to that I, I for think, sure. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think um, the first thing that I think of is, one, everyone, most adults, mm-hmm. 99% of adults, has done something to put themselves at risk yes. for acquiring HIV and AIDS. Yes. Okay. of adults and even some children Mm -hmm. have done something to put themselves at risk. And 
No one person deserves it. And nobody deserves it. Nobody. Period. It's, it, especially one more than the other. There is, you know, that victim mentality. They say, oh, they're AIDS victim. And some people really feel like they really didn't, you know, it has happened that husbands cheat on wives. Every day. And, or people are on a down low. Mm-hmm. Um, Every you know, day sex partners, one of them uses injection drugs and you don't know. There's things like that that happen and you don't know. And the person themselves may feel like a victim and um, they say, oh, it wasn't my fault. I didn't have to get this. Um, But no one person deserves being HIV positive. And... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I... No, you go ahead before I address what I want to say in regards to uh, that comment. Go ahead. You finish. No, because I just want to say that HIV is 100% preventable. As we spoke it's last week. It's 100% pre- preventable. And the time to be concerned about prevention is when you are HIV negative. That right. is the time to learn all you can to protect yourself even in committed relationships, mm-hmm. you know, know the last name of the person that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, use all the rules of safer sex. If you're going to be in a monogamous relationship, then you should both be tested. Know the person's background. If they were a former, uh, it could have been anabolic steroids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. if they use injection needles for anything, that is the, this is the time when you're HIV negative, that is the time for prevention. And when you can control your behaviors, you do whatever you have to do to protect to yourself. Mm-hmm. Once a person is HIV positive, it doesn't matter. Right. How they got it. How they acquired the right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter at all. All that matters now is that that person gets into some kind of care and treatment because HIV does not have to kill you. Right. And before you go on, before you go on to talk about once you are HIV positive, let me just address the the comment that was made about uh, a person deserving it for a person to come out of their mouth and say that another person deserved anything means that that person who thinks that the other person deserved it is not protecting themselves in the way that they need to because you have a mentality of it won't happen to me and you have a mentality of it's their issue and not my issue they deserved it and not me I have said on this podcast time and time again what my mother says I will say it until the day that I leave this earth Everybody gets a turn. Now, your turn might be, you know, you get uh, sick. Your turn might be you go to jail. Your turn might be your refrigerator breaks down. You know, your turn might be your car is stolen. Your turn could be anything, but you won't get one, you know. And for you to make a comment of that would be the person who gets the turn that's the worst of the turns because you're passing judgment on somebody else and what they have going on and hiv does not discriminate but we talked about it on last right. week it doesn't discriminate it doesn't care if you are rich you are poor you are thin you are big you are right. black you are white you are latino you are gay you are heterosexual it doesn't matter you know the disease is what it is anybody can acquire and but we talked about Prevention, and we will continue to talk about prevention. Like Babi said, now 
when you're negative, you know, be positive that you're negative, the person who made the comment and everybody else that's listening to the podcast, that is the time that you do something about it. But B is going to go into once you're HIV positive, what happens next, you know, because like she said, you don't have to succumb to this disease. But I just think that that is so judgmental. Very, and very, very judgmental. You know, you you make sure that when you look in your nose down at somebody as you're descending on up, I mean, as you're going on up, mm-hmm. ascending on up, when you descend on down, you're going to be looking those people right in the eyes. So you make sure that you do something, whomever made the comment, you make sure that you do something to protect yourself always. And that is my next point. Mm-hmm. Because that same, well, more than one person has said that, but one person that I know that said it, um, that same person has never been tested Mm-mm. because they're I, afraid. <laughs> I, I'm, you know what? Let's stop the show. Let's stop the show because are you kidding? Because their thoughts, their, their thoughts about HIV and AIDS be, and how they think people get it and what they think they're judging their own beha- they think their behaviors are minor mm-hmm. compared to all the things that they think that a person who's HIV positive has had done. to go through. Yeah. Did you ever see okay. the movie? Did I don't mean to cut you off. Did you ever see the movie Kids? You yeah. know they used to show it yeah. at uh the agency that we worked at. They used to show it to the clients all the time. And you never saw it? Kids. Yes, it's called Kids. And for all of you listening, if you have never seen this movie, it stars a young Rosario Dawson. You know the actress Rosario okay, Dawson? Okay, okay it's, right. it's, she mm-hmm. was young. I mean, like teenager in this movie. Well, in the movie, okay. I'm sorry, I'm getting ready to ruin it. I told you to go watch it, but still watch it, but I'm about to ruin it. In the movie, <laughs> Rosario Dawson was doing, I mean, she was doing it up. When I'm talking about vaginal, right. anal, I mean, she was doing some stuff as a teenager her girlfriend right. had was a virgin mm-hmm. now there was a guy in the movie and his sole purpose in the whole movie was to he was like the person that always got with the virgins you know he he right. would get with okay. the virgins and he would break their virginity and this that and the third she had her friend had sex one time with this guy they went to mm-hmm. the clinic and you know when you go into the clinic and you get tested and they start asking you all the questions right. for testing and counseling okay so they're asking mm-hmm. them all the questions have you did this have you did that have you did this and Rosario Dawson is saying it up yeah girl I've been had a threesome foursome sevensome I'm doing it up <laughs> and then when she goes into when the friend goes in they say have you done blah 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 she's like no 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 she hadn't mm-hmm. done anything but had sex with the boy the one time I say all of that to say the friend who had the sex one time, she was HIV positive. Mm -hmm. The friend that was doing it up was HIV negative. And that is reality for people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you, you never know. And you know, like we said before, 99% of adults and some children have done something to put themselves at risk. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, don't judge people and no one deserves it. No, you know, um, nobody, nobody deserves it. When you do your little one, two, and 
when you finish doing your little one-two or you want to get yourself together or whatever, if you want to have a little liaison or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, after you finish it, you just want that to be a memory. Right. You know what I mean? You want to come out unscathed, and that's normal. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You got a little story to tell your grandkids or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So nobody deserves it. To Nobody deserves to get it. Um, so another thing that came up was... First of all, eight. This one looks like they have eight. Mm-hmm. That one looked like they have eight. That one looked like oh, she got the package. Mm-hmm. She has this, and I cannot stress enough that HIV does not have a look at all. At all, like we are living in a great time, and because I've worked in it for so long. And I remember going to funerals like every day, every day, every day. The office opened late because of a funeral that day. And, mm-hmm. um, and I remember in some places in like sub-Saharan Africa, they were having mass funerals. Mm-hmm. It was like literally like if you died Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, your funeral is on Saturday. If you died Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, your funeral is on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it was just mass burials. Mm-hmm. Um, but we live in a time now where... Um, we used to call it cocktails because people took so much medicine and stuff. But now we people are on one pill mm-hmm. once a day. And if they're healthy, they don't have no any other comorbidities, no hypertension, no diabetes, mm-hmm. no um, high cholesterol, nothing. You would never Ever know. know. Never know. My patients look wonderful, some of them. Let's talk you know, a la Magic Johnson, you know, since he's the right. face of HIV and people, you know, always refer to him. And we have had mm-hmm. extensive conversations in regards to Magic Johnson and, and that whole right. thing around Magic Johnson. You know, if you think mm-hmm. about a person that has AIDS and what they look like, or, you know, he doesn't have AIDS, but he has HIV. If you think about a person that has mm-hmm. HIV and what they look like, do, do they look like him? Because he getting bigger right. every year. You know what I'm saying? Yes. His skin right. glowing every year. And it ain't about, no, and it's and not it's not about money. money. <laughs> let's exactly. say that. It's not about money. And let's just it's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit while we're on the subject of Magic Johnson and we're talking about stigma and we're talking about that kind of thing. Let's talk about how Magic Johnson is not getting one more thing more than Sarah um over here that lives in New Jersey. No one is Magic Johnson is not getting some (laughs) special pill that is curing him and you know what Magic Johnson has is money money to be able to get a personal chef a personal trainer, right. you know, be able to go right. to any store you want. That takes a little stress off. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Magic right. Johnson has. Magic Johnson doesn't have the magic cocktail. His name is not Magic exactly. Johnson, and he really, and really magic is happening. He's not he out there, right. you know, giving magic or getting magic. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he is getting access the same way as someone else. And, Babi, can you tell us a little bit about that as far as, like, people with access and, 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 and things like that? Well, well, certainly money gets you more access to things. Mm-hmm. But I tell people all the time, um, and I used to say it when you were my boss and you <laughs> sent me out on speaking engagements, and, you know, nothing Magic Johnson's money can buy is not available to a person living in New Jersey mm-hmm. who is HIV positive, mm-hmm. especially at the time. Now, have grants gotten smaller? Yes, they have. 
mostly because most patients are doing much mm-hmm, better mm-hmm. and and the medication is working mm-hmm. um but in new jersey you can get like magic johnson magic johnson can have a private chef in new jersey or philadelphia in the metropolitan area we have an organization called mana mm-hmm. mana was started by high class chefs mm-hmm. like labette thin, mm-hmm. you know, chefs. And what they were doing was they got together, they started making meals, and any patient who came out of the hospital, an AIDS patient that came out of the hospital, they would deliver their meals every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, for six months. Mm-hmm. And now MANA has expanded to, they don't just service people who are HIV positive, they service people who need renal diets, like dialysis mm-hmm. people, diabetes, high blood pressure. If you have any kind of chronic disease state mm-hmm. and you were in the hospital and you need to adjust to a diet or need you have some kind of case management in your health care, mm-hmm. they have volunteers that make meals. They have they come deliver the meals and they every week you get a delivery, 21 meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. And we buy them, we buy them sometimes to keep them in the office. So if our patients come in and they're hungry, they haven't eaten, the transportation is taking long, you know, they have something to eat. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Magic Johnson has a personal chef, but people in New Jersey can also get food Mm -hmm. and and good food. And because when they first started out, they were making, you know, this, all of that, and Mm -hmm. blueberry (laughs) hollandaise and all this kind of stuff. And the patients were like, can 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 I get chicken? Can I get just regular chicken? (laughs) I mean, some mashed potatoes would be nice. Exactly. Yeah, I don't need the foo-foo, boo-boo. Right, right, right. So they kind of gave up the foo-foo, and they make uh, good, nutritious meals, fresh fruit, everything. It's really nice. Um, We also had complementary therapies in New Jersey. Remember, we had the chiropractor. Mm -hmm. We had acupuncture. Mm -hmm. We had massage therapies. um, And those things were all free of charge. Right. Professionals will volunteer their time, or if we paid, uh, we would get money through grants to pay for, um, like, if patients needed pain management or even relaxation, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like that. Uh, Magic Johnson, I'm sure, has a driver. We have medical transportation. Right. Our patients can get to the doctor, you know what uh-huh. I mean? So it's not like, and, and Magic Johnson, I think he was, like, the spokesperson for Crixivan. And, you know, Crixivan was a medication that was part of a cocktail, and now it's combined in other medications. But, you know, he takes, just like you said, the same medicine that everybody else takes, he takes as well. But we just live in a great time, and the medication is working. He looks great, and so does a lot of my patients. A lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of my patients. And some of them that don't look so great have other things going exactly. on. Exactly. nothing to do with their HIV. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. So you can't see HIV is the point. Right. You cannot see it. Mm-hmm. I could take pictures with a group of my girls. You would never know who was HIV positive right. and who was not. Right. So, right. So that one. What else did, what else came up this week? Um, stigma. Uh-huh. Uh, people talking about, um, you know, when you tell somebody you HIV positive and you'll never have another relationship again. Well, that's not true at all. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you at. what, 
We know people who are living with the disease. They're married. They're happy in other Mm -hmm. relationships, not in the relationships that, you know, expose them to the disease, anything like that. They are in happy, healthy relationships. Their partners are negative. You know, just because you are with someone who is HIV positive, that doesn't mean that you have to be, um, HIV positive, you know, you can still be in a relationship and be happy and healthy with someone. But I know that we have things out there where they give people pointers on how to disclose to a partner or a potential partner that they do have a disease. And I think that that's important for anyone because you can have all kinds of stuff. You can have herpes. You know, do you never want to have another mm-hmm. relationship again? You can have HPV. Do you never want to have another relationship? You can have cancer. Right. You know what I'm saying? And think mm-hmm. about, damn, is this person going to want to stick by me or whatever? You know, so it's not just HIV, but if you do have HIV, could you give a just a couple, just a couple um, pointers of how someone can uh, start the discussion of Disclosing. Of disclosure. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, a good way to start uh, the process in disclosure is to talk about healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Healthy, especially if you want to, if you're thinking about having sex, which is in the B's rules for safer sex. Right. And the last episode, make sure you listen. It's free. Right. <laughs> um, so it's important that you start talking about sex well before you start having sex because you're not just talking about when you want to do it how you going to do it where you going to do it you have to talk about sex and the more you talk about sex with another person you can figure out like their habits things that they were into experiences that they've had Mm -hmm. what they think about this and that Mm -hmm. and the other thing and talk about positions toys whatever Mm -hmm. you can really learn a lot from people just from a discussion mm-hmm. from you know discussing sex. Uh, another thing on your way to disclosure is getting tested. Yes. Talk about testing. If a person is dead set or not getting tested, hey, I, run. You don't. You, you don't want. You don't need to be with that person at all. Because if you know everybody is out here talking about they're HIV negative and I ain't got nothing. You know, but they don't never want to get tested. And then they don't want you around when they're getting tested because they don't want you to know. And that's their right. Yes. You know, that's their right. But if you're going to be in a monogamous relationship and you think that you love... Because all information is not for everybody. At all. It, it's not for everybody. So um, so that's another thing that you want to do. And also, have educate. Educate. So you can bring up HIV mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. see what how the person reacts. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they dirty, oh, they this, you know, that you don't want to be with a person who thinks, you know, who knows so little about what's going on in life. Right. Anyway. Right. You know what I mean? So you can bring up HIV and other sexually transmitted disease because the fact of the matter is uh herpes is incurable. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can acquire herpes even without having full intercourse because you know, skin rubbing up against skin lesions and things like that. So HIV, yes, you have to live with it forever and take medication, but the same is also true for herpes. Yeah, and another thing so, that I wanted to say, another thing that I wanted to say is um, when we talk about disclosure, you know, 
know the person. I, I we talk about this all the time, specifically with black women, um, and I, and it's because we are black women. You know, black mm-hmm. women, and I think women in general. But like I said, I'm a black woman. Black women, we trust so much, right? We mm-hmm. trust what. Our man is saying we trust that he's not out here doing something because he said he's not. You know, we trust that he's not on a download. We trust he ain't shooting up uh, at his friend's house. You know, we 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 trust things like that. And if you take nothing away from this show and these in the topic of that we're talking about HIV, please take away that you have to always look out for yourself first. Trust yourself first. Trust your gut first. Trust your judgment first. Like the B said, when you're having conversations with someone, you're talking about sex, if you don't trust that that's something you could put up with, you know, you ain't into that. I don't know that Mm -hmm. sound kind of fishy. Why he got to keep getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go change Jerry's um, tires? You know, things like Mm -hmm. that. If you don't trust it trust yourself enough to be like, no, that's not for me. And another thing that I wanted to say was just because <laughs> your partner gets tested, that does not mean that you ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And men be right. like, well, she just, you know, I literally just had a spectrum of tests last week. Didn't I call you and tell you? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah, positive yeah, that yes. I'm negative. You that know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, at the, I was already going to get a test. And then we mm-hmm. did the topic and it was like, oh, girl, listen, because I ain't get my test. So let me go get it. So now I'm positive. Mm-hmm. I'm negative. And, you know, if I call a dude that I'm seeing and I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm negative. That don't mean you negative, brother. You know, you exactly. need to go out and get tested exactly. too. Do not go with the partner that you're in this quote unquote monogamous mm-hmm. relationship with is, is healthy. So that means that you're healthy. That does not mean that. That does not mean right. that at all. That, that's absolutely, that is absolutely true. You can't go by what other people do. Right. Um, so that's for disclosure and in disclosure, you know, you, everybody can't be a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. It's not in everybody. Mm-hmm. Some people don't care. You know, they're out here on the circuit. They're trying to educate as mm-hmm. many people as they can. They want young girls, young men to know old, you know, older women, older men mm-hmm. to know because, uh, you know, older people still get this mm-hmm. virus. Um, especially if you didn't, you know, grow up during a condom era, you know, widows and things like that, mm-hmm. that have lived their lives and, you know, they get sick too. So, um, but everybody can't be out there or is not out there being a champion. Yeah, because um, then we talk about HIV. stigma. You know, it goes, goes right. right back to stigma. So, no, they're not right. out there so weaving people, the flag. Exactly. Um, so, you don't want to disclose to everyone. So, you just make sure that that person that you want to disclose to, like, it's right for your relationship at the right time. And if ever... I tell my patients this all the time. If ever you're uncertain or feel unsure or feel like, mm, maybe not now, go with your gut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, go with your gut. Because at, and I tell them, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Because a person who's HIV positive, even if they have uh, relations with someone who's also HIV positive, they it's very possible that themselves. they can pick up their strand. Exactly. Right. So, you don't want anything, not just HIV, not their strand of HIV, not herpes, not anything. So protect yourself and protect the other person as much as you can. But if you ever feel 
you know, like, I don't know, I don't trust this person to hold my information personal, then always go with your gut. Yes. Always go with your gut. Mm-hmm. So, um, disclosure and stigma, that was a big thing that we got. Um, and then the other thing that I want to talk about that, and this thing irks me. Mm-hmm. This this is one of the things that irks me really bad because I go to work every day and I've been doing this a long time. I have patients. They are real people uh-huh. um, with real lives, with real things going on, just like you and me. Everybody, we're all the same. We have people issues. Mm-hmm. So this AIDS was made by the white man Mm-mm. to... You know, these conspiracy theories, and I'm saying everybody is entitled to their own theory, opinion, whatever. I don't care. But that is my point. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. All I know is this. This is my patient. I care about them. If they take the medication, as far as HIV is concerned, they will be fine. If they don't, they will die a slow, miserable, painful horrible death mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. that that's it and that's what my doctor i love dr williams he tells them all the time because you know people want to stop taking their meds or they've read this in an article about holistic thing and i'm all for holistic medicines i'm all for keeping your body you know well and everything but i tell my patients all the time Save your liver for your meds. Mm-hmm. You take your meds. You don't have to worry about anything. If your meds stop working, you know, we we'll, we can do a test, see what's still sensitive, give you something else. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. The medications work now, but if you don't take it, mm-hmm. if you don't take it, you will. It's not like you just, you know, boom and you're dead. No, it is a slow, miserable process Mm -hmm. so i don't care to hear about anybody's conspiracy theories and things like that and neither do my patients they have lives to live right because the reality is is that it doesn't matter if it was a conspiracy or not the reality is is that it's here now now you know that i am one of the people i can definitely admit that i'm one of those people that I, I think everything is about race. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Right. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, and it, right. it's a, it got race in it. But HIV is definitely one of those things that stump even me. You know, I can't even bring right. I can't even bring it um, to race That's because right. early on in the days of HIV, most white males were dying of the disease. You men. know what I'm saying? Exactly. In today's time, it's young black uh, people, women specifically, that right. are getting the disease you know and i mean young like 18 to what 18 to 24 uh big or 18 to 30 or something like that what's the fastest growing population well when black women 25 to 44 Mm -hmm. and black men boys adolescents Mm -hmm. 13 to 23. All right. Yes. So, you know, when we think about things like that, it goes back to what we said last week and what we say and what we're saying this week. It just doesn't discriminate. So it doesn't matter what, how it came about. You know, one thing that I wanted to talk about and we didn't talk about last week and I just wanted to throw this in here. The disease is not over. At 
You know, I, I, I think that many people in life are getting diagnosed with cancer, you know, at a rapid rate. You know, mm-hmm. we see cancer growing to this mm-hmm. outrageous, you know, disease where it's just like affl- affecting everyone, right? And AIDS and HIV is the same thing, but it's not getting, to me, it's not getting the national response as it once did uh, because... Right. People are living longer. Medicines are working, as you said. And I just feel like people are just putting a lid on it. Like, oh, well, that's them over there. That's this over here. Right. But we got bigger fish to fry. No, HIV and AIDS is still a big, it's still in the pan. You know, it's still in that big frying pan. And I, I just needed to say that because I didn't last week. And, you know, we talk a lot about people living longer, living healthier, you know, taking that one pill from them you know, bunch of cocktails that they had to take, but it's not over, you know. At all. And it's also important to note that the same way we discriminate and stigmatize HIV is the same way people used to do the same thing with cancer. Mm-hmm. People used to never say the word cancer. Mm-hmm. They would say the big, oh, she got the, the big, big C. C. Uh-huh. Everything would be on the hush-hush, on the low-low. Right. Don't tell anybody and you know, things like that, and people will continue to deteriorate and die. But I just want to say, like, today, HIV is doing much better than cancer, Mm -hmm. and that cancer still kills at an alarming rate. Mm -hmm. Um, But people who are HIV positive and or have AIDS are living Mm -hmm. if they take their medication. So people look at cancer as a victimless disease like oh everybody has the same chances Mm -hmm. of getting it they really didn't do anything and then they got cancer Mm -hmm. um and then sometimes they do look at it like oh you smoked that's what you get right you know but um the odds the survival rates of hiv are way higher than cancer Mm -hmm. and you are absolutely right hiv is not over it is very far from uh, over over. people are still and we're 30 years in to the pandemic because mm-hmm. it's more than the epidemic. Mm-hmm. We're 30 years into the pandemic and the infection rates have not decreased. Right. Have not decreased. We still have 40, almost 40,000 people a year being infected with this virus. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely ludicrous mm-hmm. with all these messages that we're getting out. Right. Allegedly, I mean, I'm doing it. Right. I don't know. <laughs> right. You know I mean? I'm trying to tell people all the time. But people are still, you know, being infected at a alarming rate. Right. Right. Even in a developed country such as ours. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it really doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to really because those were the major things or the reoccurring topics that kept coming up. And people's responses, even when people like approached me personally, mm-hmm. and then one person said something about my hair, they were like, "No, I want to see this hair." <laughs> right. But I really was looking like cockroach <laughs> from the Cosby Show. <laughs> Yo, when you sent me that picture, I, I was, was hollering. I was laughing so hard I couldn't even respond to you because I was like, "Here I go. Look, this is it." That's it. It's it like, is. It was. I was looking like I was looking like cockroach. Yeah. Right out the hair salon, I was looking good. But a couple hours later, yeah, I was like, like the sun mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
when him and Theo was rapping their homework, I right. was like, yeah, no. No, <laughs> but people came up to you and said things to you, and we got a lot of comments, and people also said things to me. They really seemed to enjoy the show. I know one person said to me, I didn't know half of what y'all was talking about you know just when you think you know something you really don't know anything and she Mm -hmm. was just like the broad general stuff was even like and you know like the how the fluids that is found in even that you know where you would think okay this is what you got to protect yourself from you know she didn't even know that and it's like um she really thanked us and said that she enjoyed the show and really uh to you you know, that you were a great educator and she's looking forward to um, more coming from the show in regards to topics like that, that we're world versed on, you know? Oh, okay. Oh, that's what's up. Mm -hmm. I said, thank you very much. I sure will. So, yeah, so I just want to encourage, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, the HIV 101 episode, episode number 30, um, take a listen, share it with uh, friends, even enemies, mm-hmm. you know, it's some good information in there, and you certainly don't want to miss Babi's rules of safer sex. Share that with your partner, don't. or who you, <laughs> exactly. or who you think could be about. your potential partner. You know, let Babi be in your mind and say, "Hey, remember, you got to look at it. Remember, you got to know his last name." Wait! Don't pull out the condoms yet. Exactly. No, you don't know. You don't know exactly. everything, right? So you, you there's know. some steps before getting to a condom. Yes. And um, and speaking of which, shout out to Twelve Kyle on Twelve Kyle Podcast, uh, because his podcast this week was <laughs> things to do after sex. Mm-hmm. Have you heard it yet? Not yet. I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> I oh my goodness, oh my goodness. So I was up. Oh, here's I mean sidebar, but I was up in the middle of the night on my house hunters international tip because my daughter is in Taiwan mm-hmm. looking for an apartment and she'll be there for a Fancy. little while. And she, yes. And she is just trying, first of all, I don't know what's wrong with these kids. I like, I don't know. And I'm not taking the blame for this. I'm, saying, you I, I, I'm just not. You raised them. But go ahead. I, no, it's like you do the best you can. I'm telling you, this is all Nickelodeon. This is sweet life of Zach and Cody and all this other dumb shit they be watching. That's so Raven and all this where all these kids be doing this crazy stuff uh-huh. and nobody's paying bills. <laughs> but um, so she's looking at three apartments. You know, we're all on the FaceTime looking at the apartments uh-huh. and everything. So she was like, oh, I really like this one. Of course, it's the most expensive of one. Of course. It's spacious and all this kind of stuff. First of all, you're junky. You don't need a whole bunch of space. Right. You know what I mean? Because all you're going to do is junk it right. up. <laughs> and um, so I'm like, okay, so it's between number one and number three. I'm thinking she should go with number one because it's in walking distance to her job. Mm-hmm. And she said, even though like the shopping is not walking distance, but it's not far. And like for things for her immediate needs, there's like corner stores or whatever. And let me just tell you what this child said to me. <laughs> I, if I could have went through the wireless waves to wring her neck, she's going <laughs> to say, I know, but it's small and it doesn't have a view. Okay. What? A view of what? <laughs> a view, exactly. First of all, I'm like, this is like your first little job. 
you know, you you teaching English like you are not the CEO of Exxon Mobil. Like what? And second of, you of all, what? did you have a view when you lived in Camden? I, I mean, exactly. what was the view of that? And now, don't get me wrong. Now, listen, when you move from a place, you want to move into another place and you want it to be an upgrade. You know what I'm saying? Not that because you got a nice house. Not that you not like moving out of your house is upgrade. But, you know, you want to move into a better neighborhood. Or, you know, my, maybe got more scenery, this, that, and third. But the thing yeah. is, is that you got to be able to pay for it. Hello. Uh-huh. Hello, you live at home paying no bills. Y'all spoil you know, these doing, kids. Is I'm clearly, mm-hmm. clearly this this is Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. I am not taking the blame for this, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to jump through the phone and ch- no view. Right? Are you? Are you're in a beach town? Walk your ass to the beach. What is <laughs> I, what? You can see a sunset Yo, every I day. Just, Okay, I just wanted to choke her. But anyway, after we got off the phone, it's like 3.30 in the morning, and my little ping came up, you know, new episode from 12 Pound mm-hmm. Podcast, what to do after sex. And when I tell you, my eyes was burning, and I wanted to tweet right then at the time, but I had to try to get some kind of Z before I went to work. Mm-hmm. But when I got up, I was like, oh my goodness. It's so good. You should get, oh, wait till you hear it. It's good. I'm going to listen tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah, make sure you listen. And anybody else, you want to check out 12 Kyle's podcast, What to Do After Sex, I highly recommend it. Yeah, well, listen to episode 30 of We Did That Shit, where we do HIV 101. Listen to this episode, episode 31, where we do the wrap-up from HIV 101. Your comments, your questions, things that you wanted answered to. And then you go on ahead and you check out 12 Kyle, What to Do After After Sex. sex. And you you got a lot of sex education there. Yes. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Got a lot of sex education there. Um, and so, listen, nothing says it best than listening to us and getting you some good old sex education. But no, on a more serious tip, we just want you to know that we appreciate all of your emails, your comments on social media, you know, your presence that we felt in listening to the episode, we really appreciate it. Um, our listeners seem to be coming on, you know, and they was coming on slowly, but you're coming. We see you. And so we (laughs) appreciate you. Um, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We did that shit podcast. Um, anywhere where you can listen to your favorite podcast. Now, listen, it's another, I just wanted to give this disclaimer announcement on the end of the show. It's another, we did that shit podcast out there on iTunes. It just is. We did that shit. The show that you are listening to now is we did that shit podcast. We are not affiliated with that other show. We have nothing to do with that other show. We are, we did that shit podcast. And we can be found everywhere you can listen to your favorite podcast, which is iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, CastBox, YouTube, Pocket Cast, Breaker. I mean, the list goes on and on. You will be able to find us, honey. You know. 
you'll be able to find us. Yeah. So make sure that you do that. Make sure that you also follow us on all social media platforms. As would be said in the beginning, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. It's one word at We Did That Shit. You sent us an overwhelming response to this episode. We hope to get the same with this next episode. So if you have anything that you want to say, remember you can always send us a confidential email to we did that shit at gmail.com. It's one word. We did that shit at gmail.com. You can always follow me on my personal Twitter. It's my my13. That's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at the Biamina. B-I-B-B-I-A-M. I-N-A. Yeah. So make sure that you do that and hit that subscribe button. And we will be here same time next week. Have a great holiday podcast, family. Remember, be great this week. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you, too.